The Jesus in the Cup of Joe podcast would like to thank Artisans Woodwork for being a proud sponsor of this podcast. Artisan Woodwork is a locally owned small business that creates high quality cutting boards, cheese boards, and serving trays. So if you're in the market for a great gift for you, your friends, or your family, I ask you to contact Artisans Woodwork through Facebook at Artisans Woodwork 73. Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, welcome to the show. I hope and pray you're having a fantastic day and you got you a good cup of Joe and you're ready to go. In 2018, my very first episode of Jesus and a Cup of Joe was entitled Personal Independence Day. And today, I want to go back and look at that because I still believe it's important today as it was in 2018 when I did the very first episode of this podcast. Because I believe it is important to have our own personal independence day by following the Lord Jesus Christ. Just as important as it was 245 years ago when our founding fathers put their hand to paper and created the Declaration of Independence, which caused us to break away from the British rule and to form this great country that we live in. So today I want to look at this. I want to discuss Personal Independence Day. I may get into some other things, but this is what I want to discuss today because it's very important. If you're listening to this podcast, and this is your very first time of listening to this podcast, and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I pray that today will be the day that you choose to follow him. As you all know, Jesus in a Cup of Joe, I like to talk about the Bible, and I like to talk about Jesus, and I talk about life. I don't stand behind a pulpit and beat on a, a book. I don't sit there and say one thing and do the opposite. I try not to. If I do, I'm a hypocrite. And I will talk about that in this episode today about being a hypocrite. But the independence that I'm talking about is having the freedom of not worrying about where you will go when you lay your body down. Now, some people don't believe in hell. Some people don't believe in heaven. And some people don't believe in God. And that's, that's sad. Because heaven is very real. Hell is very real. The devil himself is running up and down these roads looking for people to follow him. Because he lost the war. He lost the war the day that the tomb was empty and Jesus rose on the third day. It was over. And now Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father and he's making a way for you and I. And the Bible tells us that no man could come to the Father except through me, which is Jesus. And it also tells us in John 3, 16, very familiar scriptures, For God so loved the world, he gave his only Son, for whoever would believe in him would never perish but have everlasting life. And that's what I'm talking about today, is eternal life with the Lord Jesus Christ in heaven. And it's easy. It's as easy as you're listening to this podcast as turning your life over. But we live in a world today, ladies and gentlemen, full of social media, full of uh, political div division and social division, and we don't have time for God. We don't have time. 
Because you know what? We have to worry about Black Lives Matter. We have to worry about these lives matter. We have to worry about this parade, this pride parade going on down the street. Well, it's all garbage because it doesn't hold water. Why do we want to take and, and replace Jesus with something that's out here in this world? Because this world is going to go away one of these days. And when it does, it's, there's nothing going to be left. There's either going to be heaven or hell. There is no in-between. There is no holding place. So the people who are running through their life right now saying, you know what? I got all the time in the world to follow Jesus. I ain't got time to mess with him today. Well, you're on a clock. I'm here to tell you you're on a clock. Because before you know it, your time's going to be up. I heard a preacher one time tell a story. We were sitting in a barbershop. And a gentleman who was really rough around the edges, sitting in there getting his hair cut. And that preacher felt led to talk to him about Jesus. And he asked him, he said, do you know Jesus as your Savior? And the pastor said, the preacher said that this man looked at him and said, you know what, I, I don't have time for that. I got more important things to do in my life than to follow Jesus. And he said he left and he got in his car and he went on about his way. And after the preacher was done at the barbershop, he said he was driving home and he saw a bad accident. And he saw that young man, that one that was rough around the edges, who had perished in that vehicle accident. Now, because he didn't have time for Jesus, the question is, where did he go? Did he go to heaven or did he go to hell? The Bible makes it very clear. It's, it's in black and white. It is written that you have to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. So having a personal independence day, having that freedom to know where you're going once you are done upon this earth. Now it's up to you. It's, it's been up to you whether or not you want to follow the Lord. But don't follow, don't say you're following the Lord and turn around and not do it because then you become a hypocrite. That's what I'm getting into next. Because the Bible is full of examples of hypocrites. And we're all hypocrites. We've all done it. We've all looked a certain part, dressed a certain part, act a certain way, and deep down inside we were completely different. Isaiah 29, 13, it says, The Lord says, These people come to me. Come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is made up only in the rules that were taught by men. John the Baptist refers to hypocrites by calling them of wolves in sheep's clothing, snakes, broods of vipers. We can't sit there and say that we love God, but we don't love our brother. We can't. Because we can't do that. Because we have a facade on. How many people do you know that go to church on Sunday, sit there for an hour, they give their tithe, they listen possibly to the preacher, but most of the time they're playing on their phones or on their tablets, or they're trying to figure out what they're going to do for the rest of their day. And all they're trying to do is check the box so they can move on. Because Monday through Saturday, they're going to do whatever it is they want to do. It's just like the people who claim to be religious, who sit there and say, well, drinking's a sin. Drinking is this. Drinking is that. Drinking is wrong. But yet, you see them on Saturday night sitting in a bar. But come Sunday morning, boy, they got their, 
they got their fancy suits and their dresses on and they acting like, you know, they're holier than holy. Bunch of hypocrites. You know, Jesus warned us of hypocrites. When he was given the Sermon on the Mount, he says, why do you look for a speck of sawdust in your brother's eye, but pay no attention to the plank that's in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me get that speck out of your eye when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? You hypocrites, you take the plank out of your own eye and then you could clearly see to remove the speck from your brother's eye. And that is found in Matthew 7, 3 through 5. And that holds true today. You can't sit there and judge somebody else or sit there and talk about somebody else's shortcomings when you have your own. People do it all the time. People do it all the time. We're all guilty of it. We're, we're, we're ready to call out somebody for doing something, but yet we're doing the same thing. But it doesn't apply to me because I'm calling you out on it. That's wrong. That's being a hypocrite. How can I sit here and say I follow Jesus if I don't act like it? How can I sit here and say I'm a follower of Christ when I don't act like it? How can I sit here and say I'm a Christian when I don't act like it? Because people are watching us. People are watching us, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't noticed. And they're judging us. Now, the Bible tells us do not judge each other because it's not up to us to judge. But we are being judged. Every time that we do anything People who are non-believers are looking at us going, I can't believe they call themselves a Jesus follower. I can't believe they got that Christian fish on the back of their bumper when they're acting this way and flipping people off. I can't believe that they have a scripture on their shirt and they're acting a certain way or, or they got cases of beer under their arm and they're getting in their car. People are out there judging that's why some of these churches that you see in are dying. They're dying because, number one, the, the word's not being preached in the church. It's only feel-good messages. But number two, because people are not wanting to go. Why do I need to go to that place? All they're going to do is judge me. All they're going to do is say one thing and do the opposite. This is happening every day. This is happening every day. And we as Christians, we as followers of Christ, have an opportunity to change the thoughts, the culture of what's going on, but we choose not to do anything except sit on our hands. We want to talk about it, but we refuse to do anything about it. So during Jesus' earthly ministry, he had many run-ins with religion leaders that were known as Pharisees. And they knew the laws. They acted the part, but their heart was not in it. And Jesus called them out on it. He called him out several times on it. And he made sure that he let it be known. And it caused it caused them great heartburn. It caused them great pain. But Jesus did not have a problem doing that. So if Jesus doesn't have a problem calling out these people who are hypocrites, these people who are acting a certain way, we should not have a problem by looking at ourselves and saying, you know what, I need to change the way that I am. Just because I'm in ministry for 21 years, I don't think I'm holier than anybody else. I am a sinner saved by the grace of God. I'm nothing more but a man who wakes up, who sins daily, who seeks forgiveness. And that's what all followers of Christ are. They are sinners who have to seek mercy and forgiveness 
from Jesus doesn't make us righteous, doesn't make us higher than anyone else who is not following the word. And that's something that we need to make sure we understand today more than ever is we are not above anybody else. And we're certainly not above Jesus. But sometimes we act like that, do we not? Sometimes we think we are so holy. We know the Bible. We know the scripture. We know the songs. We know how to go through the service. We know how to say the right things during baptism, right things through communion. We know all of this because we studied it. We've seen it. It's, it's been said over and over again. But deep down inside, you're not living it. When you take communion and you break the bread and you, you drink the, uh, the juice, are you truly doing this in the remembrance of the Lord? Or are you doing it just to get through the service? Some of you may think I'm a little all over the place today because I'm talking about independence. I'm talking about being a hypocrite, but it all ties together. And the reason why it ties together is it's driving me up the wall to, to see churches dying in the form that they're dying. It's driving me up the wall and it's making me very upset to sit here and watch everything that's coming out of the media outlet that is glorifying everything else but Jesus. Because you know what? The news media don't want to talk about God because to them, he probably doesn't exist. So we have to know that before we can talk about other people. We need to make sure we are taken care of and that we have gotten ourselves together. Another great example of being a hypocrite was found in Galatians 2, uh, 11 through 21. And the first thing we see is in this passage is where Paul got on to Peter for the way that he was acting. And it, and it says one day the... Uh, Peter, one of the Lord's Jesus' very own disciple that he walked with, was caring for the flock. He was caring for the people. And Paul saw Peter slip away from the truth of the gospel of Christ. Paul noted that Peter used to eat with the Gentiles. But when the Jews came, he started acting like a hypocrite. And what he did was he separated himself. So... Peter got in trouble because Paul called him out on this. What do you mean he called him out? He went to him and he, and he said, look, you used to sit and eat with the Gentiles. And the Gentiles is you and I, ladies and gentlemen. If, you, if you're not born as a Jew, you're a Gentile. All right. And so in the early days of the church, after Jesus ascended into heaven, the disciples, the followers of Christ went out and they started uh, the churches and started teaching the world about Jesus. And Paul, who was also known as Saul, was changed on the road to Damascus. And I've talked about that in an earlier episode of where Jesus changed his life. And he became a follower of Christ. So instead of persecuting Christians he started going out and helping churches get established and teaching people about Christ. But here is, here is Peter, 
as I read, used to eat with the Gentiles, but when the Jewish people came around, Peter acted like he didn't know the Gentiles. And so Paul called him out on this because that's being a hypocrite. How can you sit here and say that you are doing one thing when you're doing something completely different because some friends or some people come around you and you don't want to act a certain way? There are times when our faith in God is challenged by the relationship of men and the people around us. Sometimes unbelieving friends can come along and our convictions can be sidelined. Or some highly opinionated people that we spend time with can make us feel ashamed of the gospel. And this happens quite a bit. Happens more than what you probably realize. Because there are some unbelievers that may be in your life that can act a certain way, talk a certain way, and before you know it, they're pulling you away from your beliefs, pulling you away from what the word of the Lord says. And this happens. Or we get some highly opinionated people that want to argue maybe the non-existence of Christ. So after listening to them, we start trying to see their point, trying to see their view. Before we know it, we're skewing away, we're moving away from our beliefs. Are we being true to ourselves? No, we're not. We're not being true to ourselves. But following Jesus, no one, even the Bible, ever said it was going to be easy. There are trials that we go through. There are Issues that we go through from being the followers of Christ because we're not of this world. We don't fit in. If people are non believers, we don't fit in with them. We have a job to witness, to testify, to show them Jesus. But we, in turn, sometimes get away from our own convictions, and we start following the things of the world again. As children of God, we are called to strive for holiness. We are to hate what is evil and cling on to what is good. We should never imply the acceptance of sin in our life and think that sin is okay. We should never do that. We should never want to believe that the garbage that's in this world today, the, the political division, the gay prides, the Black Lives Matter, this life matters, transsexual, transgender, we shouldn't accept any of that because it's not from the Bible and it's not the Word of God. And we should not accept it. We live in a world that's very opinionated today more so than I've ever seen it in my life. And we have cultures out there and we have people out there that will shut you down with a couple of keystrokes on a social media page or they get enough like-minded, non-believing people to start enough ruckus to force our local politicians to changing the way things are. This is happening with our, our country today. This is happening with that great document known as the Declaration of Independence. 
And the way this country was founded, and this country was founded on the principles and the beliefs of God, is not being done today. So in essence, you can say that this country is a hypocrite because they say one thing, but they do the opposite. And politicians are really bad at this. They're going to sit there and talk to their base and tell their base whatever they want to hear, but they're going to do the opposite. Because where's the money? Where's the influence coming from? Because that's what I'm going to follow. But at the end of the day, have they made a difference? At the end of the day, if they're Christ followers, can they look themselves in the mirror and say, I did exactly what Jesus would do? No, you can't. None of us can. As I said earlier, none of us is righteous. None of us is holy. None of us are better than Jesus. And none of us can change the word of God, no matter who you think you are, what political faction you're with, you'll never be able to change the word of God because that word is living testimony and living examples of exactly what was written well over 2000 years ago. And there is not a man, woman, or child around that's able to change that Bible. Now, can they take that Bible and change the words in it? Absolutely. You can go to a printer and change it up. And I'm sure there are some examples of Bibles that are out there today that would not hold water because they don't have the true word of God in them. So I want to caution all of you today. Quit being a hypocrite. Start following what the word of God says. Start listening to what the Lord has to say because you would find yourself better off than where you're at today. Quit listening to the world around you because this world around you is, is messed up and it's no good. They're not following the word. They're not following Christ. They're following whatever feels good to them and whatever the devil himself will tell them. And I challenge all of you. Today is the day. Even if you are a follower of Christ, but you've gotten away. For whatever reason, you've slipped away. Today is the day that you can reestablish that relationship with the Lord. This is the day that you can establish yourself and get yourself back in line on following the, the Lord and following the word. You can do it today. There's several prayers out there. I'm not going to give you examples because this is a time where you and the Lord can get off together and talk. But I caution you, you have to listen to what the Lord has to say. And we don't always like what he has to say. Whether you have family members who are sick, whether you have family members who, who don't believe or friends who don't believe, if you're a follower of Christ, this is when you are given the opportunity to witness to these people and to tell them about Jesus. They're going to shut you down. More than likely, they're going to shut you down. More than likely, they're going to make you feel like crap. But you don't give up. You go back and you pray a little harder. And you ask the Lord, give me the words to say, Lord. Show me what I need to do. But be ready to follow what the Lord shows you. Because too many times the Lord shows us to do something, we see it and we go, well, I'm going to go a different way. Then how can you be a follower of Christ if you're doing that? Because are you not a hypocrite? 
There's been times in my life where the Lord has said, I need you to go from point A to point B. And I said, well, you know what? I want to go from point A to point C and I want to bypass B. And it's came back to bite me in the rear. It's came back to get me to the point where I'm going, you know what? I should have went from point A to point B. I had to take that spiritual whipping to understand I need to listen to the Lord more. I'm not perfect. There is nobody on the face of this earth that's perfect. The only perfect person there ever is or was is named Jesus. He was the only one that's ever been perfect, and he's still perfect today. And we have the opportunity to follow him only if we're willing to set aside the garbage and the crap in our life and follow him. Give up the pleasures of this earth to follow what Lord has in store for us. Because I promise you what is waiting for you in heaven is better than what you have on this earth. So you have an opportunity today. You have an opportunity to have a personal independence day to where you could sit there and say, today I accept Jesus as my savior. I declare today as my independence from the devil and I can follow the Lord and see what he has in store for you. It's definitely better than what's on this earth. And if you are one of the people that can that looks themselves in the mirror and says, you know what? I am a hypocrite. Today is a day that you can change that. We can stop being hypocrites and start doing the right things. Maybe it's sitting in church paying more attention on Sunday mornings. Maybe it's doing something in your local community. Maybe it's doing something within your own house. Because now I'm going to say something to the men that are listening to this podcast. All right, men. We have a job to do more than getting in our vehicles and going to work every day. Our job is to lead our families. We don't always do that. We don't do that in the, in the worst of times or the best of times. But today, I want to challenge all of you to start leading your house. Start with prayers, prayers at the dinner table. Start talking about the Lord to your, to your family. Start spending that quality time because that's stuff I'm still guilty of that I don't always do. That makes me a hypocrite. So I know that there's things that I have to change. So by doing this episode today, I'm seeing things that I have to change in my own life. Do I like it? No, I don't like to be shown my failures, but I am because that's what the Lord's doing. He's showing me my failures by saying what I'm saying in this episode. So I have the opportunity to change it. I can either change it and go for the best or I can stay a hypocrite and sit here and keep doing these episodes and telling all of you guys what to do and not do it. Well, that's not being a follower of Christ. So I know what I need to change. So the question is, what do you need to change? As I get ready to close this out, I want to wish every one of you a happy 4th of July, a happy Independence Day, and I hope and pray that you also have a wonderful day in the Lord. Because following the Jesus has been the best choice I've ever made in my life. And I wouldn't change it for nothing in the world. So if you are wanting to follow us here at Jesus in a Cup of Joe, you could do it in a couple of ways. 
You go to our website, jesusinacupofjoe.com. We do have social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Look up Jesus in a Cup of Joe in your search engine, and you can find us. We also have a YouTube channel where I do videos, uh, small devotionals. The only thing I ask is, if you can, subscribe, follow, share. Because of listeners like you is the reason I get to do what I do. I don't do this for profit. I'm doing this because this is what I believe the Lord has told me to do, and I want to get the word out to the world. And I do it through the means of this podcast. I do it through my social media pages. I do it through my website, and I do it through my videos. But I also want to encourage you to uh, check out Helium Radio Network. They're based out of Tampa, Florida. We are on the air The podcast is being played every Sunday from 12 noon to 12.30. So I encourage all of you to take a listen to that. And if you want to reach out to us, we have a prayer request uh, site on our homepage that you're more than welcome to uh, drop me a line or you can send me a personal message. But as we get ready to wrap up, thank you uh, for listening. Uh, Thank you for uh, following and, and supporting this podcast. And just always remember, you start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless. The Jesus and a cup of joe podcast would like to thank Artisans Woodwork for being a proud sponsor of this podcast. Artisan Woodwork is a locally owned small business that creates high quality cutting boards cheese boards and serving trays so if you're in the market for a great gift for you your friends or your family i ask you to contact artisans woodwork through facebook at artisans woodwork 73 